Dear listeners, in the last episode, Swamiji began the work of training American disciples to carry out the work of Vedanta. In this episode, Swamiji extends his influence to other parts of the Western world, England and Europe. Swamiji, as we said, first visited England in September 1895. He was received by friends, Miss Henriette Muller and Mr. E.T. Sturdy. After a few days, he began to hold a few small classes in the evenings. During the day, he visited many interesting places in London. He soon became well-known and his classes grew bigger and bigger. Many people went to visit him, and newspapers printed reports of his lectures. The work was a great success. However, Swamiji could not stay long, and he had to return to America to continue the work there. He sailed for England the second time on April 15, 1896. He was very happy when he reached London. For a brother monk, Swami Sharadananda was there waiting for him. It was a joyful occasion. He had not seen any of his brother monks for several years, and they had much to talk about. Swamiji also had plans for the work in India, which he told Swami Sharadananda. Swamiji again began to hold classes and give lectures about Vedanta. His work was even more successful than before, and he had to go to many places to give talks. One thing he enjoyed very much was a visit to Professor Max Muller. The professor was teaching at Oxford University. He was a great student of India, Hinduism, and Sanskrit learning. They had a long conversation, and Swamiji and Professor Max Muller became fast friends, and often wrote letters to each other. The professor had already written an article about Sri Ramakrishna, and he asked Swamiji for one more information. Swamiji asked Swami Sharadananda to help Professor Muller. Material was sent from India, and as a result, Professor Max Muller wrote a book about Sri Ramakrishna. It was a very good book and it helped Swami Vivekananda in his work. Swami Vivekananda made many other friends and disciples in England. The best known of these was Miss Margaret Noble, who later became famous as Sister Nivedita. Two other faithful disciples were Mr. and Mrs. Sevier. They returned to India with Swamiji and were very helpful to him to his work there. After some time, three of Swamiji's friends invited him to go on a tour of Europe, and he was glad to accept this invitation. They went to Switzerland, where Swamiji was very happy to see the mountains and snow peaks of the Alps. The scenery was beautiful. He stayed for two weeks in a small village and enjoyed the beauty, peace, and silence. He became again the silent, meditating monk of his earlier days. 
his health also improved. He often went on walks. Once he nearly had an accident. He was walking on a mountain path with his friends. He had been reciting passages from the Upanishads and had become absorbed in spiritual thoughts. He fell behind the others and did not pay much attention to where he was going. As there was snow, he carried a stick and planted it firmly on the ground at every step. Suddenly, the stick broke through the snow and ice, and a deep crevice appeared just in front of him. He nearly fell into it, but somehow kept his balance. He walked rapidly up to his friends and called out, I have been saved by the grace of the Lord. His friends were careful from then on not to let Swamiji walk alone after that. Swamiji then visited Germany, where he enjoyed meeting Professor Paul Jussen, a German Sanskrit scholar. They had long conversations and visited many places together. Professor Dusen also joined the party when Swamiji returned to London. Swamiji again plunged into work, meeting people and giving lectures. He sent Swami Sharadananda to carry on the work in America. He also sent for Swami Abedananda to come to England from India. Swami Abedananda came and began to give public lectures. Swamiji was very happy at their success. End of story. If only we can become more like Swamiji. The friends, disciples, and the impact he made in the world was driven by his love for the country and for his guru. There is hope for us too. If we love our country as much as he did, we too would be moved to do something, maybe anything, to help those around us. The problems of India today demand our time and our energy, and more importantly, our love. Can we take it upon ourselves to do one thing, anything, for those in need today? Come on, can we promise one another that we will strive to take at least one small step today to help someone in need. Let's do that. Thank you for listening.